Don't you dare be sour. Clap for your world famous podcast chips and feel the power. It's a hot take. Yes, it is. Dude. Did I go Super Saiyan? You did get Super Saiyan. You know what happened? It did like a <laughs> dramatic, it did, it did like a dramatic, like, zoom in. <laughs> Crazy. Proud of you. That was almost like Super Saiyan Blue. Yeah. Hey, hey. I don't know yeah. what Super Saiyan Blue is, but all right, I'll see. That's like, it's like the equivalent of like the God level Super Saiyan. Oh, shit. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> Bro. In the words yeah. of Kanye, I am a god. What's good, Joe? It's time to get, get Katie. What's good, Joe? What's going on, man? What's good? Oh, she's gonna see, oh, she gonna see the gauntlet. <laughs> Controversy! Pedro! TikTok! <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> I know you didn't just tell her boyfriend. To... You know what? I'm not doing that with you right now. I'm not doing this with you right now. TikTok. First off, shout out to Kaden because she was our WCW last week. Last week's WCW. No watch, but TikTok. Yeah. I see you. Yo, if you come to work with an hourglass, when we come back, I'm not messing with you. I'm taking the whole week <laughs> Talking, trying to flip some stuff like. Hmm. <laughs> Looking over. Uh, I just feel like we'll be doing those meetings. It's legit. You sitting there like this. All right, man. Oh, man. All right, let's let's go. Let's, let's welcome the listeners, man, to another episode of the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. Our apologies. We did not record an episode last week. Joe was out here gigging. I was tired. I was putting together my studio. And yeah, man, I forgot to call the brothers. But um, we're here now, and we're going to talk wrestling. It's still real to me, that gummit. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, want to introduce my peoples, you know what I'm saying? The host with the most over there. Got Ric Flair in the background. Mr. Hot Take Kenny. Yo, all I'm going to say is Chris Jericho's been wrestling with a bandana since AEW started. Don't have a crest in his gangster. I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm, man. All right. Judas yes, and that other guy you hear over there, the man in the middle, the producer, extraordinaire, mixing and mastering, getting it all sounding good, Mr. Joe Freeline. Put my hands up, that's too many compliments. I'm not taking that many compliments. It's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay? It's not okay. It's too many compliments. You only got to give me three, and that's all I need. And all more right. goes to my head. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so welcome to what episode? This is season two, episode number two. All right. So, fellas, 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 how y'all feeling, man? We had a plethora of wrestling. We had TakeOver 30. We had SummerSlam. We had The Week in Wrestling. Uh, Impact has this emergence, uh, you know, special event that's been going on for the past two weeks. So, how has the wrestling intake been for you guys? Overload. Just overload. Um... I don't even know where to start because you know what? This was actually a good wrestling week for me. Like this, a lot of stuff happened that I was happy with. There were some things mm. I was very unhappy with. Mm. 
um, whether it be for, you know, whether whether it be for, you know, for face value, so to speak, with what goes on there. Um, I, I had a good wrestling week. I just want to say that uh, there's a heel in town, uh, a new heel, if you will. He will no longer be called the big dog. He is the dog. That's right. That's right. We'll get to that later. Yes, yes. I just don't appreciate them uh, putting Keith Lee in a skirt. Because <laughs> that's what his gear looks like right now. Put my man in the kilt, bro. Mm. And they changed this theme. They found. And they changed the theme. They changed the theme, though, because apparently the guy uh, that did the actual theme and produced, he said, I want a mill. If you're going mainstream, mm-hmm. I want a mill. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. Give my money. So they had to give him the, the uh, crap music. At least it's not crime time. So, you know, is that. And he could have just gave him Phil Brooks old music. <laughs> yeah! Which was actually Randy's old music. Damn it, Vince. You are killing us. You are, you are, you are killing us. <laughs> Jesus. We, we can't get, we can't get over at all. First you made somebody wait 11 years. Now you, you know what? Somebody else go. I ain't got time for this right now. Okay, I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm still, I'm still, it still irritates me. Let's talk about something. I mean, else. well, that that happened at Raw. So how about we take it back to Takeover 30 first? Cool. Cool. Can I go first? Yep. Okay. I was wrong. I was so wrong. I was extremely about? wrong. I was wrong about the Pat McAfee Adam Cole match. I was so wrong, and I'm so sorry too. One, I hate being wrong. Two, I was dead wrong. Like I was like dead in the middle, utterly wrong because Pat McAfee is a damn athlete, okay? And I'm not gonna disrespect him anymore. I follow him on Twitter now because of that match. <laughs> Pat, Mac- Pat McAfee is, I, I w- yes, bro. I, that Every bit of that match was good. Every bit of it, every bit of it was good. Was it was it was like a, a five star match? It wasn't, you know. what I'm saying it's not uh, Omega versus Okada, no. But it was good. It was good mm-hmm. for what it was worth. For that being like, ain't that like his first match? His first, first official match. match. Yeah. 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 That was damn good. The but he was obviously like training for longer than two weeks, though. Like eh, oh, yeah, that yeah, that yeah. part, yeah. They, that was that was you know for sure. But some some of the planches and the bumps he took, you like, hey man, you've been doing this for a little bit, bro. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not you're not doing that in two weeks. No. You're not picking that up in two weeks. No, you're not doing you're not doing uh, uh, a, a certified moonsault landing on your feet off trying to do a back uh, uh, back suplex, bro. You're not doing that, no, nah, bro. No, the. Uh, Plancha, plancha off the top of the rope. Nope, you know, you knew how to do that. And that was too clean. Like it was almost right. too clean. Like he spread his arms and everything, <laughs> was ready to land or whatever. That was clean, bro. I'm, I want to say that was probably my favorite match out of the TakeOver 30. Well, it wasn't the best match, it was my favorite. So it's just a difference. Shouts out to Karrion Cross, because I doubted him too. I doubted him too. I didn't appreciate him. How did you doubt Karrion Cross? I because I'm so used to Killer Cross, uh, and they're they're eerily similar, but they're not the same. Mm. This Karrion Cross character is going to be really good, and I can't wait to 
I, I can't wait for him like to actually like to blossom and for them to like to kind of free the reins because you can tell Triple H really believes in him for mm -hmm. a reason. So I'm gonna do the same because I shouldn't have doubted him. I shouldn't have doubted him. I shouldn't doubt him. I wish Keith Lee would stay, but it is what it is. So it was good though. It was takeover. Takeover was good. SummerSlam was better, but takeover was good. Really? What was your thoughts, KG, about takeover? Uh, first, let me say this: uh, the main event was the only one I got wrong. Actually, I, that, we didn't do our predictions, but that's the only one I had wrong because I, I was definitely picking Keith Lee. I thought he was gonna, you know, get his rematch. Basically, Karrion Cross was, uh, mm. and then he was gonna take the title off of them. Maybe they were gonna push back to the next takeover because that's like all the way in November, I think. But I did think there was gonna be a pushback have that uh my favorite match uh i'm conflicted i'll go with the nxt north american title match definitely uh got to see damian priest and bryson reed and cameron grabs cameron grabs uh definitely got to see them shine uh that was the latter two that was their first takeovers if i'm not mistaken so that was big for them uh even, you know, the involvement with Candice LeRae, she, I mean, she has some pretty good spots in there too, the little bit they had her do. Uh, and then I was torn between that and Timothy Thatcher and Finn Balor match. I thought that was extremely good as well. Uh, and that was actually probably like the shortest match on the card, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Just two guys just counter wrestling. Uh, you know, for a second I was like, okay, is Finn gonna actually put him over? And I'm like, mm -hmm. does it make sense though? Cause it's like, Finn went back there. I'm like saying he can't, you know, he has to be untouchable. Uh, he's had a few losses, but it's like, okay. It's one of those things where it's like, they're gonna, they have to make Finn relevant. Mm -hmm. uh, so I wasn't too mad at that result. I, I kind of had a feeling though Finn was going over. So uh, like, like Joe said, the McAfee match definitely surprised me. Uh, that backflip like he, he was talking about earlier. <laughs> I was like, okay, I didn't see that happen. That's why Cole even had that look on his face like, are you serious? <laughs> uh, be remiss if I didn't say though. I mean, all the matches impressed me though. Cause mm. uh, for a second I was like, is Dakota gonna win this time? Wouldn't have been mad at that. I thought that was the one lock of the night though, that EO was gonna walk away. Even though I picked, like I said, most of them right. I felt like that was like, if I was a bad man, okay, EO's gonna win. Yeah. Um, well, I I, uh, I really like the Thatcher and Balor match. Uh, it was old school to the core of it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, where they were showing their technical prowess and I, I really enjoyed that match. Uh, I do have a question for you guys. I, I came up with it before we got on the phone, but um, I really, since I've been like really paying attention to takeovers, I haven't saw a bad takeover. Um, so every takeover I tend to really, really, really enjoy. A lot of people have a sentiment this particular, uh, this past uh, takeover in SummerSlam where they're picking SummerSlam over takeover. I don't necessarily share that sentiment, but you know, I, I, SummerSlam had its highs and lows too. So, but uh, just to keep it on takeover, I'm, I'm probably gonna go with Balor and Thatcher as my match of the night. Um, two questions I did wanna ask you guys. Damian Priest, is he being forced on us? And two, with this injury that uh, Karrion Cross got as uh, you know during his championship match, the shoulder injury, 
Do you bring them back to NXT or do you put them straight to the uh, main roster? Go KG. Uh, you know what? I was thinking the same thing. Uh, it's just, it depends on what's going on with the main roster when he's recovered type thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to dictate whether or not he goes back to NXT because if they could use him, then they'll, you know, they'll send him up because everybody's, you know, huge on the guy basically. Um, as far as, <clears throat> sorry about that. No, uh, it's just, it, it was tough for him. So, I mean, that sucks. Uh, but as far as like the other thing, what you mentioned earlier too, I think that was a little bit of a reach. I I didn't think some of the was better than Tango. I think people are just so accustomed to all oh, seeing that the main roster pay-per-views have been for the most part outside of a match or two. I'm like, what the hell are we watching? <laughs> uh, and this time I would say like, all those matches were solid, at least for the most part. It wasn't like a bad match on SummerSlam card, so. Right. What about the Karrion Cross thing? Yeah. Oh, no, I was just saying. No, I, I think, I, I wouldn't, uh, I think it'll be, if I was a bad man, I'd say he'd go back to NXT. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, he, he could be, he could be utilized Honestly, it's just if this was like right now type thing where he was recovered, I'd love to see like him and Drew McIntyre. Oh, and that's why I asked because I'll be honest, I didn't see the call up uh, for Keith Lee happening this soon. I mean, I know the guy, you know, was on Vince's radar as a result of uh, you know the feedback he got when he came and appeared on in the Rumble, but I didn't think it was happening at this like second like he loses and then yeah we're getting a, a graphic that you know the limitless one is appearing on raw but i stepped on you joe so joe you know joe can respond yeah, um I, I honestly uh i do not think damian priest is being forced on us i think he's earned it um he's had good matches with dominic Dajakovic. he's had good matches with finn He's had good matches uh, in both those triple threat matches as well. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think at any portion of time he's had a terrible match, mm -hmm. um, but I don't think he's been forced on us either. Um, one, I know him from Punishment Martinez and Ring of Honor, and he's always been super talented. I'm glad they kind of got him where they're showing him more personality now, and I think yeah. he's earned that right to be the North American champion. He's earned that right to be in that area and to be in that kind of window and be fixed right there. I think that's a beautiful thing for him. Um, secondly, with Karrion Cross, I do not want them to move Karrion Cross up because not to jump ahead of anything, NXT has something that they're moving forward with that I think is going to be beautiful and is really either going to make or break their ratings because they're, they're betting on themselves with what mm -hmm. they plan to do with this upcoming episode. I really feel like overall with Karrion Cross, um, I did not give him his just due because that match with Keith Lee was solid. It was good. It was really good. And had he not hurt his shoulder, I think they had more time. Mm -hmm. That would have been a five star if they had more time and more things to do with it as well. And they had more things to, to go for it. Because I think once that once he hit once he hit his shoulder, you could tell he was like, mm. Mm -mm, it's not gonna work out. But when he 
fast forward for when he came back or whatever, I pretty much figured, okay, everybody he beat up is going to get a chance at the title and they're going to have longer matches now because they're going to say Keith Lee softened him up, they sent a third or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I agree with KG at the sentiment that I do want to see him against like Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, some of these other guys can go. I don't want to see him yet though. I'd rather see him kick NXT's butt for a while. I want to see him and Ben badly. I want to see him and Ben. That that's, would, that's why I made that post the other day. Yeah. I need that's to that's see personally that. what I'm waiting on. Yeah. I need to see that. But that's just my take on those things. Yeah. And I and I'm not saying it to 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 say uh uh Damian Priest isn't talented or he has he hasn't been uh enjoyable or anything like that. I just kind of feel like with the way that match was being built up, you know, and I know it's always a swerve in those kind of things. So I, I wasn't saying I, I didn't take it as okay, this is Bronson Reed for sure. He's gonna get this. I knew it was gonna be some type of a swerve. I just was maybe expecting it to be somebody else, you know what I'm saying, that's more so a heel. And him and, and Bronson have like a uh what could be a budding rivalry that could work. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? Them putting it on him, I, I, I think it will work. But um that's a question I want to throw out there because he's been getting like positioned, if you will, in in a in, in a space where it's like, okay, yeah, we're gonna definitely push this guy. Right. Like he, you know, he was one of the only guys that didn't really cross paths with carrying, and I'm sure that was done by design. That wasn't, you know, a coincidence. Yeah, I don't think he was necessarily pushed, like force fed into that position. But with that being said, I would have rather seen Dijakovic win it. That's right. Like, that's Kovic. That's just me personally. It's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the route they went, I guess. Uh, it definitely looked like, but see, if you go by your theory, Bronson looked a little too strong going in to win. Oh, he definitely did. That, that's why I said yeah. I, I knew it was going to be some type of a swerve because they were. He definitely went into it looking great. He went in as an underdog, and and by the time we got to that, you know, what I'm saying go away show, mm-hmm. he was looking like, yeah, this this is Bronson all the way, you know. So I, I was definitely looking for a swerve, but I just I didn't know that was going to go with Priest. Yeah, they really embraced this. I know we all hate this, but this uh, thick boy stuff. I, I hate it, man. I, yeah, that's, no. that's. You can hear Sasha and Bailey yelling it in the crowd. That's a lot. I was watching and I, I saw him sitting there, and I was just kind of like, uh, I remember when you told us that in the text, and I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> his, his shirt's going to sell uh, like hotcakes because of that, too. Like, the moms, moms are going to think that shit is cute. They're gonna right. want to buy that shit for their little chubby sons, and this is I, I see. I know. I know how this works. I'm telling you, it's gonna be thick boy shirts everywhere. Pause. Pause. Yeah, good pause. Thank you, sir. <laughs> oh man. That's why I said, yeah, y'all better not buy me no thick boy shirt, man. I'm serious. <laughs> pause. Good pause. <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm not that bogus. I'm not gonna buy nobody no. I'm not gonna buy anybody something I wouldn't wear. Yeah, I wouldn't. I couldn't buy you that. I couldn't buy you that shirt just in just in confidence, bro. I couldn't do it to you. Also, I just know, you know, we, we got some, you know, nice sense of humor, so it'd be, it would be like no, we we head. do, but like, nah, I'm. Nah. Yeah, I wouldn't but, take offense to it, but yeah, no, nah, it's, it's just some funny shit. Pause. What if we bought? What if we bought yeah. you a thick boy cake for your birthday? Pause. Oh God! <laughs> See, you go ahead and fight. <laughs> 
and we'll get back on topic real quick. Isn't it crazy how like people used to like blow out candles on cakes without a second thought, and people was just eating cake after yeah. spit came out of somebody's mouth? Enter <laughs> 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 <Enter> COVID. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh man, no. But uh, moving on to, uh, I think I think we all covered like takeover. We can kind of move on. Talking. Anybody want to talk about like their highlights of SummerSlam? Ha! Finally, finally, we may, if Vincent Candy McMahon doesn't fuck this up for us, get a heel Roman Reigns. Oh my God! So. Just, just because it's none of this even matters and it's irrelevant anyway. It has nothing to do with the way they tell the storytelling. Roman Reigns and Randy Orton going back and forth on Instagram and Twitter. I'm mm-hmm. here for it, okay? One, Randy Orton talk about Roman Reigns getting his teeth fixed. Roman Reigns was like, hey, I'd be mad too if wasn't nobody talking about me. Get your numbers up. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my- <laughs> And I was like, Roman out here, not playing with you no more, bro. Bro, you, do you see him? Listen, this is gonna sound bad, and I'm sorry I have to say this. That's Roy. That's Roy Roman Reigns. That dude's huge now. He's not playing <laughs> with his little boys. He's big. That's D tackle, ACC Defensive Player of the Year, Roman Reigns, Joe Anoy, Oos. That's Oos playing with y'all now. He's not playing Oose. with y'all no more, bro. I don't know if y'all noticed everything that everything that he did was uh-huh. totally healed. No, 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 ooh, ah, none of that. Nope, we're not doing that. Guess what I'm hitting first? I'm hitting, I'm hitting the theme first, the spear, and guess what I'm gonna do next? I'm just gonna beat the hell out of uh, Strowman, who I have no idea what they're doing with him anymore, and just beat him up, okay? Beat his ass, and that might, and that might be like a tipping point to take over the summer. It's like that much more, like it's not even a lot. Like, that's mm-hmm. why SummerSlam is better. Like for me as a fan, I think the dramatics of it was so good because the Oscar, the Oscar and uh, Bailey match was good. The Oscar versus Sasha Banks was better. The uh, match with Drew McIntyre mm. and Randy Orton, I like the ending of that match. I normally hate those type of stupid ass endings, but I like mm. the ending of that because that means there's a story to tell, and you're going to give me more lessons. Appreciate that. Give me more of that. And then, obviously. Uh, the Fiend and Strowman match wasn't terrible. It wasn't trash. It wasn't bad. I knew, like, I didn't know where it was going. I'm glad they got the title off Strowman. Thank God. Jesus. Now we can actually have some good stuff going on here. Let's get this going. But when Roman came out, I was like, like, my face was just like, that's thank you. Good job. You know, but then my face was like, I wonder if they're going to change his music. Two things. Are they going to change his music? Is he due for a music change? Secondly, is mm-hmm. this where the bloodline starts? Where he brings out the Usos now? Or maybe he brings out uh, Bronson Reed out of nowhere just because he can do it. I don't know. Is he even an Us? Does Dakota Kai become one of the first members of the bloodline? Because she may also be Us. We don't know this, but I'm excited to find out. And I'm done. I'm sorry. So I'm just say Raquel Gonzalez's legs was looking real nice on NXT the other night. Call him Big Sexy. That's not the segue. Oh, that's not the segue, guys. Come on, that's not the segue. Now, I'm going to get back into that. I'm going to get back. I'm going to get back. I'm going to try to. See, that's that Modella talking. (laughs) 
Come on, come on, guys. You know, he was making me, he's making me happy. You know, you guys know I have been a Roman fan from the jump. We went to, what was it, Money in the Bank? And I was like the only person there losing my shit because Roman was coming out and the whole section was looking like, oh, this guy's a Roman fan. No, <laughs> we were all booing. And <laughs> like everybody's booing, and then there's little old me. Woo! And it was Jim Mahal. So it was like it was a double trash for a lot of y'all. But I, you know, these are two guys I like. I happen to like these guys. So don't judge me. But when I did get to see Big Joe and Noel come out there with the big beard, with the big biceps. With the big black shirt on, what do you say? Wreck shirt, wreck stuff, and leave. Or what do you say? Wreck everything and leave. Wreck Reminds everything me. and leave. Reminds me of the Stone Cold shirt. Raise was it? Raise hell and leave or something. Oh, that's totally where he got that. From. That's totally where he got from. But the, what, totally where he got that. Don't 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 ruin his shot right now. Don't do that. Don't blow but, his candle out. I'm not. Hey, that's Vince. I'm. I mean, I'm not. I said it plenty of times. I'm like, if you hear. You know, Joe outside of WWE and non-character, out-of-character interviews, he's cool. It's Vince's ruining this dude as a character. Yep. And, and if, you ever heard, if you ever heard a Roman interview, he stated, you know, I was a big guy. You know, like, he, he, he said he lost that weight to get in the ring shape. You know what I mean? And the Ushas is big like that naturally. Look at Rikishi. Look at Umaga. You know what I'm brother. saying? Look at his pops. Yeah, look at his brother. They naturally big, so you gonna get us. Oh, he's supposed to be Japanese, but Yokozuna. Yeah. So you know, Roman is in craven shape. Like, make no mistake about it. Them teeth is fixed for a reason. He's in craven shape. They think <laughs> or, it's, uh, what Jason Momoa gonna get that road? Nah, nah. Or nah. or you call him Donkey from uh, Trek. When I saw that, I said, you know, and that was weird for me. I don't know if y'all had the same sentiment during that match, but uh, Brown works like the aggressor slash heel in that match to me. And it was kind of weird because I'm like, the Fiend isn't a face. Like, why is the Fiend working like a face here? You know, and then he won the match. And then, of course, they got the the, the audio going off for the people reacting. And they got him cheering. And I'm like, the thing that's caused everybody that's come in his path to turn heel, and you guys got the applause going off. How does this happen? I mean, look at Saudi Arabia. <laughs> they they definitely popped. When it like Seth was gonna retain last year in October, there was a lot of booze. I said, man, I said Seth can't even get no love in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> no, nobody could. No, nobody likes Seth, man. Nobody likes Seth, bro. Nobody likes Seth. And I even like the match for him and Dominic, but nobody likes that though. Yeah. I was about to say that's actually was my favorite match. That was yeah, I was just getting, getting ready to go to the favorite match part. Um because of the ending, I probably would pick Fiend Strowman, but I must put some respect on McIntyre and Orton's name. Yeah. I did like the little games, the little tricks Orton was doing at the beginning of the other uh the match. They were telling the story, he's doing the mind game thing, uh you know, Orton and, and, and McIntyre have had, you know, good matches, you know what I mean, uh, prior to this one. So I know it was going to be a good match. But right. just the, the in-ring chemistry that was on full display, the mind games, 
the storytelling. So that definitely got my match at a night uh, highlight. So, yeah, man. Other than that, though, uh, seeing Big Roman come back, seeing uh, McIntyre retain, you know what I'm saying? Been a great champion. And, um, you know, Strowman champion, I'm not going to blame him. You know, his championship was marred by this COVID. People didn't want to wrestle. People didn't want to beat. They were scared, rightfully so. You know, this is a new thing. We don't know what's going on. Homegirl got COVID twice. You know, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, from WWE. Mixed back. Caleb Braxton. <laughs> Caleb Braxton got Caleb it twice. Braxton. So, yeah, nobody wants to, you know, test the, these waters just yet. So, and then, you know, bad writing. So, it, it wasn't his fault. But... You know, it, it is what it is. Hopefully, next time around, they'll they'll do them a lot better. They they did to him what they do to all other big men. They do the big show shit. They, so I my, my hopes wasn't you know too too large anyway. When when Truman got the title, I was just happy he finally got the title. Mm-hmm. I know that was a mouthful, pause, but KGI big pause. Um, no, I mean this is what happens though when you put titles on people two three years after the fact. Like who really was calling for Strowman to be Universal Champion in 2020? They yeah. they keep starting and stopping this dude's momentum to the point it's like I don't even care about the dude anymore. Yeah, yeah that's that's same that's when they ruined this guy. Hey, he's he's good enough to be a tag team champion. Over and over again. Between between him and Seth, I don't know who's had more tag partners with titles. But Cesaro's had. Tyson Kidd, Sheamus, Shinsuke. Um, I forget. I'm forgetting somebody in between. Yeah. Don't don't forget Kofi, because Kofi's up there too with with a number of cats. Oh, Kofi, and, yeah, Kofi and had our truth. People forget about that. Uh, Evan Bourne, truth, Air Boom, uh, yeah. Punk, uh, uh, Punk. Yeah, Biggie, Biggie, Xavier at one point. Xavier at one point. So yeah. Don't even get me started on this whole Kofi thing. I'm all mad. Well, Miz too, though. Miz has been up. But the point I'm making is, though, at least Kofi overcame all that. I don't see Cesaro overcoming that. He'll yeah. have to leave. Because uh, I thought Kofi would have had to leave by now. Yeah. So, and, and the thing with Miz was, they kind of did that, like, after the fact. I feel like Miz actually, yeah, he touched the title before he had all those different partners. I think he only had like two parties before he touched the title. He had uh, Morrison, I think, then Big Show. Big Show? Yeah. Yeah, I believe that was it. Well, because him and Cena, no, I think he already was a champ at that point. Because mm. him and Cena touched him for like one night for some stupid reason. When they, well, they like always bear and tag the when they do that. Like when they put the tiles on HBK and Cena. When yeah. they were like building towards WrestleMania. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, Seth was on one of their match, man. That was a good match, though. Uh, yeah, you know, it definitely exceeded expectations. Yeah. Um, I do think it's um. What well, where do you guys think you go from here with with uh, Ray's son, um, Dominic? Does he stay on the main roster, or do we see him go to NXT and maybe, you know what I'm saying? Uh, work on his craft a little bit. Two hundred five live. I mean, he's he, he's a little too tall, Wilder. 
I Buster sounded like it. Swerve. Legit. Buster stepped it. And Swerve had a good match. But uh I think you I think you get you have him get hurt on Raw. Um and then you just put him in NXT and then let him develop, like really, really develop him. Mm-hmm. The way you kind of developed um Velveteen Dream. Cause he was, cause he's wrestled before, but the way they developed him just made him like Velveteen Dream, a, a superstar. He's amazing. He's amazing. Even now, even in the midst of his allegations, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it is what it is. But I, I would, I would definitely just put him at NXT and just wouldn't touch him for a while. It would not make him wrestle. Probably dark matches. And really, his feet went that way. That probably it. Yeah, that he don't need to be pushed on the main roster. I mean, they, they're sending people back down. If you, if you watch NXT during that backstage segment, they sent Austin Theory back down, which I'm actually kind of glad they did. Because he really, he it made zero sense for him to be in that stable with uh, Rollins and Murphy. Yeah. They just kind of, it's one of those things, they just like, oh, you know, we don't have anybody to replace Andrade. He's injured. Oh, it's called Boston Theory. You know, we just randomly throw him in. It's like, bro, he never fit that stable. Slap the crap like, out of him. <laughs> yeah, he did. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm surprised his soul returned to his body at that point that when Drew McIntyre chopped him that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loud. I was like, well, that's uh, loud. I think we covered everything with SummerSlam. Oh, we, what we didn't cover, I mean, oh, real quick, this is going to be my rant of the night. Um, we're not even giving this clown the privilege of having his name said on this podcast, but it's a shame that uh, we didn't get balls Sonya because of some douche. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's messed up. Um, yeah. Yeah, because he was, like, threatening her family. and Basically, she was advised not to do anything like that. Because she, I guess Mandy was scheduled to go over, obviously. But like the court, her lawyer was basically saying, don't change your appearance type thing. Because, you know, she has to appear in court still. Although she could have just got a wig, but, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, this is because honestly, when she comes back, she was, she's right up there. She's pretty underrated, honestly. I didn't know she could cut promos like that. Saying DeVille? Yeah. I honestly was. Uh, impressed with that side of her, and, and it's good to see that she can. It's good to see that she she has range. Yeah. Like that's really, really, really going to be important for her because I feel like ring wise, there's not a lot she needs to really fix. You know what I mean? No. So she probably end up on NXT. You just they, they just need to be on well, the I mean, right show. They're going to get used, you know, uh, uh, you know, in the right manner. Like Shayna's not getting used in the right manner at all. No, but I, I never wanted Shayna like as a fan on Raw anyway. Like I didn't want Keith on Raw, but it is what it is. But you know, just to bring it back to the women, like they need to. If you're gonna take them from NXT, where you know Hunter and all of them are booking these ladies in the capacity where they 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 coming strong, like it's just stark differences from what you see in NXT and then what you see on the main roster, you know? And it just, it's, it's, it's crazy to me. 
I, it, it baffles my mind that a lot of the time that um, it's harder for them to uh, put put them in, a, in, a, in a sort of a, a, a view of how they should be acting and how they should be playing a certain way. It's just, it's annoying, honestly. Like, it's really annoying to watch how on NXT, you watch them scrap and claw for everything that gets to the main roster. And it's not like they, they're scrapping and clawing. It's more so like, they're like barely treading water. And some of these guys are out wrestling guys that have been in the business 10, 12 years, but you think somebody's white hot, so you give them to them like three, four years worth of wrestling and they're trash, a la Austin Theory. Man, no one wanted that. No one desired to have it. No one wanted Keith Lee to move up. No one wanted to see anything. Shayna versus Nia Jax is not something I want to see ever. I have no desire to watch that in any shape, fashion, or form. I do not mm -hmm. care if I'm intoxicated or how high I am. I don't want to see that. I don't care. You can hype. That could be a ladder. That could be like a ladder death match with tax and a burning flames around the ring. And you're going <laughs> to guarantee me that there's going to be an amazing buff. I don't care. I don't want to see it. Shane versus anybody else? Fine. Nia with Air versus anybody? No, I don't want to see it. No. no. Don't want to see it. You know what's crazy to me? Um, staying on that Nia thing is just like, I'm, I'm wholeheartedly agree with you. And on top of the fact, it's like, man, we all know why she's there because at this point, because remember who, remember that indie wrestler who was like sexy star or something, I think it was her name, where she like almost yeah. broke somebody's arm and like everybody was complaining about her. And it's like, okay, mm -hmm. so, you know, Nia hauls off and breaks Becky's face basically and she don't even get suspended. Like how does she still have a job there? Like we know why, but I mean like, Rick, think about that. Like this is crazy. How many people she injured? Yeah. Like she's injured probably almost half the roster. But she wasn't Legit doing, on the main roster. She wasn't doing that in NXT. I don't know what she's switch happened. Terrible. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't bro. God. Like, I don't know what like NXT it was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you know, I can agree, yeah, because her and Bailey had this I saw a match and take one of those takeovers. Right. I think right. it was in London, right? Right. And it was a solid match. It was a really, really good match. It wasn't amazing, but it was a good match. And then all of a sudden it's like, what switch just turns off where you forget how to be a safe and productive athlete in the ring? Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Like it baffles my mind that she moves up to the main roster and injures damn near half the women's roster, is unsafe, Botch, botching all the time now. Botchamania. You, you would think like, and you would think like, once you do something regular on a regular basis, you would get better at it over and over and over again. Right. You know what I mean? So like, they wrestle every night, do it every night. You know what I'm saying? Like they were like, traveling, and then NXT, what do you do it two or three times a night? I'm mean, mm -hmm. whatever. But she just botched as much as. She, oh, God, so disappointed. And then she had the nerve to like complain about Ronda being like too aggressive with Alexa. And I'm like, pot me kettle? Like, you can name one instance of Rhonda not being safe with someone. That's not even necessarily being safe. That's just like, okay, it's too, being safe to a degree, but it's like, okay, I mean, I gotta hit this person a little less harder. Cause like, if you watch NXT this week, 
Kyle Riley kicked Drake Maverick so hard. He was going for the leg sweep, and he looked like, like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't follow up on the leg sweep. He kicked him that hard in the chest, and he fell. <laughs> but like Zion's best match in the main roster was against Ronda. That's what's so funny about it. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, at uh, Money in the Bank. I forgot which pay per view that was. The championship match. No, it was. They had another one. It was when Nia turned heel. Because I remember that's when Alexa cashed in. Uh, yeah, we were there. Because like, I forget what paper oh, we were. Was it? It wasn't Evolution. No, because Ronda faced Nikki. It was, was it TLC? It was TLC where Ronda faced Nikki. And then, because that was, that was. Time. No, 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 that was Evolution. Oh, Evolution. When Ronda faced, she faced it twice. She yeah, that's what I'm saying. The second one. I, I think that was money in the bank because Alexa no, won no. early in that night, and then that she came one. out doing that match. No, that was that was, that was the first time. They're yeah, because that's when Alexa cashed in. There was an actual finish. Yeah, that was an actual finish. Like Ronda, like rolled off the top rope into the armbar. Yeah. Yeah, that was at Raw. I think that was like later because that's when they had Tamina with Nia. Yeah. Tamina. <laughs> bloodline. Hey, hey. Nia gonna get the blood. <laughs> no. Hey, I swear to God, if Nia's in the bloodline, they've just ruined this, all of it. They've ruined all of it. They've ruined all of it. We we not getting no Usos. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't want I don't want any of it. If they put Nia in the bloodline, look, where are you writing this? Listen, listen. If you are a WWE writer listening to this podcast right now, please, bro, do the right thing, bro. That's if they do that because they it's a rumor going on that Roman's going to end up being the leader of Retribution. Oh my God! I, I want. Uh, I'm not watching <laughs> WWE though. I swear I won't watch SmackDown. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God if that happens, I'm, I'm, I, we're driving to Stanford, Connecticut, and we're burning WWE studios down. Burn it down. <laughs> Literally, I'll I'll serve that time for that student. Oh my God. I mean, my my. My biggest, the beef, right my biggest beef though with this whole retribution thing, beyond the fact that he looked exactly like a character's always ninjas, just smaller, um, mm. <laughs> is the fact that this is supposed to be some like crazy stable that's just doing things with the without rhyme or reason. And if like they're supposedly breaking in and stuff, how are they getting like video packages? Like, why isn't the roster <laughs> like hunting these dudes down? Yeah, we're gonna show video packages of retribution. Like if they not signed, how do they keep getting on y'all property without calling the cops? Right. Right. None of this is making sense. And, and it wouldn't be bad if it was like a slow progress to what was going on. But they've scrapped so many stories now that now they're lost in the shuffle. Like for example, the hacker or whatever. Like let's say the hacker was the start of it all. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it was like one hacker that was the start of it all, right? And then um, that was probably Ali or whatever. And, and it, we never realized who it was. But like, let's say people just around Ali were getting their ass kicked, right? Mm-hmm. And then Roman disappears for a while. And then now like bigger stars, like Randy Orton's getting beat up out of nowhere. Drew McIntyre's getting beat up out of nowhere. No one's seeing it. The hacker always has access to it. So you got to figure out who it is. And then all of a sudden the hacker wants retribution and he like flips it and turns it upside down and all of a sudden. So you know what I'm saying? Like a slow build is fine. But when you just have people that look just like the ninjas coming out with chainsaws and swinging bats at commentators, and we have no reason 
as to know why that is the way it is. No one's interested in that. We don't care. We're like, it's no rhyme or reason to it. Right. If you want me to be honest, I feel like it's just kind of a response to the dark order. Vince probably just got pissed off at, at, at one of Brody Lee's uh, many, many, many awesome promos he's had over there. <laughs> and it's fantabulous suits. You know, <laughs> always uh, bullying uh, Uno One, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. I think he just, he saw that. He probably got wind of it. Somebody brought it to his attention or something. He finally heard about it. And that was his, oh, you know, enter retribution. You know, all oh, fans aren't happy. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's come up with something. Retribution. What do you got for Well, and then I'm glad that Joe mentioned Drew McIntyre. Like one of those weeks, they they inter, uh, they interrupted one of his like most important promos as champion on the build to SummerSlam, like the go home show for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. You cut to the back and show them literally mid sentence as Drew McIntyre cutting the promo, then mess with the production truck. I'm like, yeah, you just buried the WWE champion for this random stable that has no reason to be out there. He's 74 years old. He's seen now. He don't know nothing. He got he's 75. He's actually, yeah, I must say he's actually 75. I'm mad we we're both Virgos. Happy birthday, Vince. Hi. We're talking shit, but we'll be on the we'll be on the bump, you know. The only reason I'm going on the bump trying to highlight Caleb. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about some. Right, Talk about some uh, uh <laughs> Did you, uh, that's for, so that's Freckle Bay. Yes, it is. We didn't cover Raw. Yeah, I want to say, um, let me just do quick highlights. Uh, we already talked about the lowlights of Keith Lee's thing because, uh, yeah, because like you know, saying with CFOs, like I think they're like, trying to encourage people to get rid of their themes. Like, those are some of the best themes they've had since Jim Johnston, honestly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, one too many. Yeah, yeah. Can't, yeah I don't got nothing for Raw. Oh man, because once again, show ends through clowns retribution. Uh. Oh, Alistair Black turning heel. I mean, I think we saw that coming, but that was. I'm looking forward to him KO. Well, if they do this right. Yeah, I think I think that might possibly happen at uh, payback. So, there we go. Um, I had to find something to try to be positive. Yo, but I saw, I, I don't know if you guys saw it. I, I was on the uh, hot take page, and somebody made a meme out of when Alistair attacked KO when he hit him with that shoulder, that little uh, elbow move he did. And basically what they did, if you're a Metal Gear Solid fan, you know how when Snake dies and he does it, ah, that little, that little thing, Mm-hmm. And they're like, Snake, Snake. So when uh, when Alistair hits KO with the elbow, they have the, uh, the audio when Snake dies when he's like, ah. <laughs> and the person calling, and they're like, Snake, are you okay? Snake, Snake. Had me rolling. Oh hey. my God. It's hilarious. Hey, what if, what if? While uh, Kevin Owens was asking uh, Alistair Black a question, you know when uh, 
the guards think they have snake, they go, Right. Yeah. I mean, but outside of I like, all right, you know, Keith hitting raw was a high point. Sure did they have some things we didn't like, of course. But um, you know, I guess it's still a good thing he's on the main roster now. You know, we can possibly, possibly see one limitless one versus the beast incarnate in a couple of months. I mean, once again, if they do it right. Well, then again, no, I think. If they do it right, yeah, I want it. If it's like an actual, like if it's an actual match, then fine, great. But if it's typical Vince fashion, where, all right, listen, buddy, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go out there. Uh, We're going to have to go out there. You're going to hit one move. And then after that, you're going to take 12 German duplexes and three F5s. And then he's going to go over on you. Hey, but but, no. but let's not act like Brock suplexing a guy of Keith Lee's stature isn't impressive. It's no, because we've seen it with Braun. Like, okay, so so this is my thing. Overall, this is getting off subject. With AJ Styles and with Daniel Bryan, you see these have they have these competitive matches and it's super competitive. So now you're telling me Keith Lee's gonna get in the ring with him, get squashed, and get smashed. And it's supposed to make sense to all of us. Of course. Let's put it this way. If Paul likes him, he gets in Brock's ear and like, yo. <laughs> Look at Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see Joe. What happened? <laughs> he took the headphones out. <laughs> that's, and that's, and, it does, and, that's, and that's my thing. Like, even with Braun, even with Braun, yes, it is impressive if he suplexes Braun five or seven times. But for Mm -hmm. Braun to get no licks in, to literally not really be beating him up and really not be kicking his butt. Same thing with Goldberg. Oh, my God, that don't even get me started. And not even even like fresh off of the Atlanta Falcons Goldberg. We talk a skinny leg, ain't wrestling 10 years Goldberg. No, bro. See, it's just some stuff. I know it's fake, but don't let me know how fake it is, bro. Like, God damn. So what you're saying is that you want Mason Ryan to come back? Almost ended this soon. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> I hate you. Move on to a new show. A new show. Mason Ryan to like Nexus was like. Virgil to the end of me. And Vince was high on him. Mason Ryan, oh, he's the future. How many times have we heard that one? Shut up, Vince. No, but like, what Joe was saying, what I was saying was like, if Paul Hammond likes the wrestler, it seems like, oh, yeah, Brock, he's cool with like letting the person get some offense in. Uh, or if like the company thinks high of that person. Because outside of Roman, I don't. I haven't really liked any of Brock's matches against guys that are like around his height. Right. Nope. None of his because like all of his best matches. Hmm? None of his big man matches are good. Yeah. Like none of the ones like. I mean, the match he had at Great Balls of Fire with uh, Samoa Joe was okay. No, sorry, my fault. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that's I, right. I, my bad. Yeah. And that's kind of how it is with Brock, I guess. You know, he he knows, you know, his his power at WWE, and he. He flaunts it how he chooses. You know, if he likes you, he lets you get some offense. And anytime he, he faces a, a smaller guy, you know, he puts him over. Like, 
You know, Except Ricochet, they buried him. Oh my God, don't remind me of that. But like, I was going to say like Ray, you know, the Ray Mysterio match, you know, he done this Finn Balor, you know. Um, AJ DV. Yeah, so, you know, they those type of matches, yeah. Seth but, at SummerSlam. Yeah, but when you, you know, Seth is smaller. Bronze, it's like, you know, you know, and it's like, I would, it, it, it makes more sense for you to have like, Offense being, you know, taken from them guys, you know, the bronze bigger than you, but whatever. All right, man. Like, moving on, moving on. Yeah, was it anything else from Raw that y'all wanted to go? No. No. Nah. kind of lackluster for y'all this week. I mean, the Orton punched Drew Magazine three times. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty savage. Yeah. Although, like I said, going back to that douche that pulled that crap with Sonya, this would have been the perfect way to get Orton NXT because it's what, what what he's doing to Drew. This this is some loser leaves the brand type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this is going to be ugly. So, so that would have been the perfect way to send him down there if he wants to work with. Uh, I know he wanted to work with Champa and Adam Cole. Right. Because those because he's had great matches with them at PWG, especially with Champa. He had a really good match with them at. Uh, some British promotion. It was a. Well, no, I was saying Orton wants to work with them. Oh, I was talking about. No, no, I, I, and that's not to like choose the point now. No, no, I'm saying Orton wanted to go down there. I think him and AJ both reference like potentially work on NXT talent. So. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Talk after that. Moving on, I'm gonna make this real quick because I know you guys haven't had a chance to add it into the roster just yet. Uh, Impact. We're going to go over the results of Impact Wrestling this past Tuesday. All right. Eddie Edwards defeated RVD. Rob Van Dam. Whole effing show. All right. Uh, let's see. Also, Eddie Edwards accepted Eric Young's uh, championship, uh, you know what I'm saying, challenge. So we got to look forward to... Eddie Edwards and Eric Young, he getting right to it, man. Getting right to it for their show events. Hey, fuck that, buddy. Um, Moose, I don't know how familiar you guys are with Moose, but uh, EC3 called him out, so we're finally going to see a match between EC3 and Moose. Uh, Brian Myers defeated Willie Mack. And Deanna Perrazzo defeated Joe's Bay Jordan Grace. To retain the Impact Women's Championship, she did it in style. They did it in style. Yeah. So, you know, and she did it in dominant fashion too. So, you know, they 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 bet in the house on old Deanna over there. So she seems to be happy. You know, Deanna had a, uh, I mean, Jordan, excuse me, had a good run with the title. So you know what I mean. It uh, everything worked itself out. I think uh, Deanna Peraza has modeled her technical wrestling prowess like Bret Hart. Like, if you know, she does a lot of like, um, you know, like just arm bars, arm drags, and KG just fell off the radar. Oh man, I saw, I saw. Yeah, we'll get him back. He'll probably come back on because he, he had, it happened before. So yeah, yeah. Let's continue. There he is. <laughs> there he is. I'll, I'll add that out. 
Uh, he uh, she she models her game after Bret Hart on the technical wrestling side, so it's refreshing to see her be so technical, and especially mm-hmm. with uh, her actually being able to cut a promo. I don't think NXT utilized her very well, um, and just overall, like they like one they tried to make her blonde and and then they tried to just really utilize her as like a squash but she's actually very talented and very very skilled so I'm, I'm glad to see her shine the way she is she is actually more of my bae than Jordan Grace is so Deanna Perez is shouts out shouts out Deanna Perez I'm sorry alright <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the impact highlight. So now we move on to NXT. 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 By the way, uh, I'm not trying to bury impact. I'm definitely gonna try to put that into the rotation. I was actually looking for them, but unfortunately, as a Comcast subscriber, <laughs> the universe smiled down on me by giving me the Cubs on Marquee Network. They said, "Nah, you can't get impact though." Because <laughs> we have Marquee Network. Yeah, I think you can catch the highlights of Impact though on YouTube. So yeah. you know, just catch them on there when you can. You know, yeah. This cable, this cable crap. You know, and not having this channel, that channel. It's 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 a doozy. But it's hey, stupid. You know. it, yeah, it's stupid. So you can catch most of them on YouTube, and I got a YouTube TV. I'll slide that to YouTube, bro. So if you have to catch it there, I'll slide to you. Yes, gratitude, my brother, on the YouTube TV too, because that is awesome. It's amazing. All right. So, as we kind of touched on earlier, you know what I'm saying? Karrion Cross had to relinquish the NXT Championship that he just newly acquired at Takeover 30. So that's how they kicked off the show. But, uh, fellas, what highlights do you have uh, with NXT this week? And are you looking forward to Tuesday's episode? Because they are doing a special app on Tuesday this coming week. First of all, let me just start off by saying, I don't know how does Scarlet make flipping an hourglass look seductive, but. <laughs> a lot of practice. But uh, no, all jokes aside. Um, no, I'm... <laughs> no, Swerve and uh, Santos Escobar, that was a really good match. Isaiah Swerve, Scott, and Santos Escobar. Um, thoroughly enjoyed Wade Barrett on commentary. Wade, I've got some bad news. That was pretty impressive. I was going to say, how was my my, my No, I Philip McCall, know. but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an inside joke, folks. It's, uh, it's Joe's alter, British alter ego. Um, no, but. <laughs> Yeah, Philip McCall, honestly. Okay, but uh, I'm yeah, they had Rhea get woman handled basically by uh, even though it was outside interference from Mercedes Martinez. They got so much going on with Rhea right now. I need to see her like feud one of them and like figure this out. Like feud with Mercedes or feud with Raquel Gonzalez. Like I, come on, like get it together because both could be dope matches. I'm, but it's just I need them to figure that out. Um. I, I thought we were going to get Timothy Thatcher and Damian Priest. I guess they're building to that. Mm. I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. 
shouts out to Breezango. First time they won any titles in WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I guess yeah. basically because NXT UK is coming back soon. So it was a little surprising yeah. if they took the titles off uh, Imperium. Imperium. Yeah. Not that, like I said, Breezango is entertaining though. So I'm not mad at it, just a little surprised. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that Fatal 4 way next Tuesday though. That's going to be insane. That's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. Every uh, everything you said, brother, uh, I'm, I'm I'm totally agreeing with it because that fatal four way is gonna be crazy. It's gonna be bananas. Because if you put first off, you put put the, the four of them are now hungry. Now you finna give them an hour to do. St- oh my gosh, that's gonna be bananas. That's gonna- I want. I need. I need all the picture in picture too. I don't want to miss nothing. Yeah, not one bit. <laughs> not one bit. Go to that little They're commercial. Probably- that commercial yeah. right there, that they put that right there, boy. <laughs> They'll probably do just like they did uh, with Keith Lee and Adam Cole's match at uh, Great American Bash. Yeah. Which was actually a decent match. That was actually a really good match. Yeah, where they because they definitely did that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, that, 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 uh, I did want to touch on Rhea real quick, man. I If she's going to be a fa- I don't know if they're trying to make her a tweener, what they're trying to do, but <clears throat> I don't need her looking like a demon. If she's supposed to be a face, and you can't be getting your ass handed to you if you're gonna have this kind of look going on right now, as far as the makeup, like, I think you guys are wrong. I'm wrong wrong. about what? I think you guys are wrong because she's because she's she's got Charlotte. She's got Charlotte. She got to build the brand up. Her letting uh, uh, what's the name? Raquel Gonzalez kick her ass as the towering figure she is, she's got to make her look strong because that way she fights her down the line in a row. Now the match is being sold at that point. And the way I that- Raquel's bigger than her too, so she she has to sell like that. Yeah. Right. I, I don't even got a problem with it. I just, I just need them to figure out who she, who they're going to have a feud with. I'm fine with, you know, the fact that they had her lose like that because they protected Rhea. It's just like I said, I just want them to figure out which route they're going to go because it seemed like they were done with the Mercedes thing. It seemed like that was like a one-off when Shotzi and uh, Rhea went over Aaliyah and Mercedes. So yeah, Shotzi beat Mia Yim. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I never would hear her cut her promo again, but she's solid. I I never saw her before. I know Joe probably did because he paid more yeah. attention to the Indies. Yeah, she was in yeah. the ball for a while. Um, she was in the uh, little women dressing promotion that she does. She faced uh, Scarlett at one point. Uh, they had a decent match. So, yeah, I mean, it's good to see her, but I, I, I think it's too early for them to just start squashing me a yim like that. Like, damn, bro, like, don't. No, it was a decent match because she was supposed to face Mercedes, I think. And then, like, Shotzi came out and, like, ran over Robert Stone. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Tank again. That was hilarious. Good. That dude could sell it, too. <laughs> that dude be selling it, too. He'd be like, ah! Super selling. <laughs> Roberts don't be selling, boy. He'd be like, ah, ah. Be shaking his leg and shit to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened when you get your paycheck on time. <laughs> they may carry him off. <laughs> yeah. 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 He said, he said, I don't need to keep the name Robbie E. I'm Robert Stone now. Right, right. The yeah. Impact, you guys can have that name. So he want that, like I said, he got the paycheck on time. Solid mm-hmm. matters. I'm excited about next Tuesday, though, man. That's going to be an epic match. I'm really excited about that. Um, uh, 
What was the highlight match for y'all from Wednesday? Maybe I had said Swerve and Santos Escobar for me. You know who I want to see with Santos Escobar? Like as their mouthpiece? Who? What's my man name that used to be with Umaga? Commander Alejandro Estrada. Alejandro. Estrada. Oh. Estrada. Sorry. That was Hey, man. Stop. Stop, bro. Stop that right Armando now. Alejandro Estrada. No, stop that, man. Let the, let, 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 let the old characters just be, bro. Let them be. That character works with them, man. No, it does. It does not work with them. That doesn't work. Don't look off for the corner, KG. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. None of them works. No, I don't think they. I think they. Uh, like they're not blowing me away. Some of the squad in terms of his promos, but he's he's hitting the, the right points type thing. It's something new. Like you guys just mm-hmm. think luchadors are a joke. That's why we don't wear our masks. Because basically, like, it, it means more than just doing flips and stuff like that. Being a luchador. It's, so mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. I don't think they need anybody. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, not Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin, uh, <laughs> wow. What, was it Wilder, I think? I don't even know at this point. I'm, I'm, it's, it's late, man. <laughs> I just buried dude. I think he is from the Chicago area, too. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Alejandro Armando. No, see, yeah, bro. It's not, it's not, it's not good at all. It's going to work, man. I'm telling you. All right. Let me get. But, uh, that, that, that. Um, Joe, highlights from NXT. I am going to say Io Shirai uh, because there's a segue to it. Mm. Special place in my heart for this young lady, Io Shirai. I don't want to comment on it right now or discuss it right now. I'm going to let you guys have that. And I want to be able to have a moment to be able to discuss Io Shirai after you guys finish. Take your time. I mean, you know, you can bask in the ambiance if you'd like because this is the time for the WCW of the week. Yeah, let me let me change up the vibe right fast. Hold on, let me change the vibes. Change the vibes so you know it's real. <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go. Put me in the background. Get real ah. sultry and smooth. Ah. <laughs> ah. Right. It's gonna be some jazz playing in the background. <laughs> WCW this week is Eo Shirai. Yeah. <laughs> I love her very much so. Not only her wrestling prowess, but she's very much so a talented, 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 talented pro wrestler. I think personally, and I'm gonna say this out loud, I'm gonna get on blackboard. I think that she's better than Asuka. And actually not, cause you know what's funny? Um, I wanna say it was like two or three years ago. Huh? She, they had the most outstanding wrestler list. She was under, I didn't know who that was. It was Io Shirai, I saw that name like two years in a row for the most house, because it was like Johnny Gargano was seven, she was like eight or something. I was like, who, who's Io Shirai? And I'm like, oh. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because there's not a lot of women that are on the top 10 for most outstanding wrestlers. No, because that's what I'm saying. Like, she's very talented like as a wrestler, she's beautiful. And she's still young, you know what I'm saying? Like she's still like learning, like she's 30 years old, still learning, still getting better. She's amazing, man. You know what I mean? And I, I, I personally really, really, really appreciate it. Io Shirai uh, being our WCW, okay? 
Now, if she's listening, I appreciate you. Uh, please follow me on Twitter at Triple M. Uh, two locations. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's it. All right. Uh, before we round out the NXT talk, uh, just want to talk about this new attitude or returning attitude, I should say, of a one Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's... I'm just a little confused. So, in a sense that, so I guess Cole's a babyface now, because if you turn two of the top babyfaces heel, you need somebody to replace them, and you got rid of another babyface to rock. Mm-hmm. So you just mm-hmm. lost three of your top babyfaces in a sense. Well, 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 Gargano's been heel, my fault. So that's been like, time's just falling by during this pandemic, because he turned heel like six months ago. Yeah. Are they I moving? Or are they moving in a direction where they're moving like sort of the attitude era where there's like no face, no heel, there's no blurred line? Uh, well, NXT already kind of does that maybe. So maybe you're right in that sense. Mm. But no, that was, I had a feeling they might do that with him just because of the way he had, like the look in his face. He always looks intense. He had a certain aura. Mm-hmm. Once he yeah. did that headbutt, I was like, all right, he about to turn heel. Yeah, he about to kill him. I was like, once. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, once he took him to the bottom row, he about to kill him. I said, that's a wrap. He about to kill him. We gonna try to kill him. I was like, like, there's no point at this point. That Tommaso Ciampa I love, by the way. Let's back around back up like that. So yeah, yeah. that that Tommaso Ciampa is one of my faves. I'm, I'm a fan of that. So the timing was just kind of weird for me, but you know, I, I got it because it was like, okay, uh, Carrion's out injured. Keith Lee just went to the main roster. You need somebody to kind of be that. Uh, uh, heel, monster heel, I guess, and who better than Champa? You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, perfect. Just, just dominated Jake Atlas, man, and I like Jake Atlas, but uh, yeah. I'll tell you what I need right now. I need, I need them to send. I've been saying this for months. I need them to send Seth and Ricochet down there. I need heel DIY versus Seth and Ricochet. I need that. Oh, that's gonna be awesome! You're oh. a genius. Wow, that is a great match. Holy crap, bro. And maybe that's wow. how they turn them. Maybe they are going to put DIY back together. I mean, I know just... We haven't gotten heel DIY. And somebody mixed their themes on YouTube, but it actually like sounds like a real theme. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. KG, you're brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That's if, that, that's if that him getting dumped on his head didn't turn him face. Yeah, no, that was nasty. I was like, man, I was that's concerned. Hard. I'm like, bro, like that Rich Holland dude. And I heard he wants to be like super high on him too. Noticeably absent this week. <laughs> he will be back at NXT, NXT UK working. Man. And probably getting shoved the shit. All of it. Here's, here's more shit for you, sir. Take that shit sandwich. Enjoy that. Exactly. Enjoy that. Almost like I wanted this. Be- Whoa. They edited this. They edited it out. So like the, the Hulu version of that episode. They don't even have that that uh that that portion of the match in. Outside of that, it wasn't a bad match. It wasn't like show stealing because it's like it is yeah. Johnny Gargano. I mean, you're not but, gonna see too many bad matches from him, obviously. But mm-hmm. now nah, that was that's ugly. Let me say, let me hit my fast, and I want to kind of segue into this. Uh, they brought back like talking raw and talking smack, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a moment where 
and this is this is my problem with WWE. This is my issue with them altogether in terms of their consistency with certain things. So they had Big E on, as you all know, Big E likes as you just did the intro earlier. Um, and they had him on with Miz, and they were talking about Kofi's run as champion. And Miz tried to make his, I guess, not opportunity of not having to be champion, even though he got to face the Fina TLC for the championship. Forgot about that, didn't me. Uh, the similar to the way that Kofi had to wait 11 years to be champion. Because he was like, oh, well, you know, I was champion. I never got to retain. Uh, I never got the chance to actually go up to the title again. And then he was like, it's similar. And then he was trying to, I guess, elaborate with Big E and say that he has to be more serious as a competitor. Otherwise, he will not get a title shot. Because Big E is apparently a jokey guy, a hokey guy. It's funny and everything else. Anyway, I think I, I think I had this discussion with uh, you old man Logan about this and I know you was like oh it's for TV but that's my problem with it it's not consistent the consistency is all with the Miz he just got a title shot against the Fiend at TLC yes I get it it was the Fiend but he just got the opportunity Cody Kofi had no rematches just moved to tag division I do you one better he just had a title match against Braun Strowman a handicap match Forgot about that too. So that's two title opportunities that you've had to get the damn title. While Kofi lost in nine seconds to um, freaking Brock Lesnar and hasn't seen like a single, has he wrestled a single match since guys? Besides the ladder match at WrestleMania? For a title, no, I don't think so. Yeah, see, my point exactly. Well, our towards that, um, Miz can't compare the two, in my opinion, because first of all, and Miz is, they both touched the title for six months when, I mean, Miz touched it almost 10 years ago, but, um, so when Miz touched the title, he main evented two pay-per-views, WrestleMania 27, where he went over the face of the company. I don't care if they were just using him to set up uh, Cena versus Rock. Point is, Miz came out as a victim. Um, main event, WrestleMania. Main event at Extreme Rules with Cena and John Morrison for the WWE Championship. Uh, so he dropped it at that pay-per-view. Then, okay, like we were just saying, Kobe didn't get a rematch. Miz got a rematch the next pay-per-view. Main event again. How many times? There's three main events, right? Right, yep. Uh, main event at Survivor Series with Truth against Cena and, and Rock. That's four main events in one year. Uh, and then TLC, it was uh, Punk, Del Rio, and Miz that same year for the WWE Championship. Once again, another WWE Championship match. So he got two or three opportunities that year alone. Kofi hasn't sniffed the WWE Championship scene since. So they like, threw him down the card. He didn't even care. Like the character, should I say. I know Kofi cares, but. I think, and I think my problem with that is, is like, we're aware of that. Like, we can go back and look up matches. That type of thing. I know it was like for TV to make it dramatic and everything else. The Miz doing this thing. I don't, I, do I think the Miz really feels like that? I hope he doesn't. Like I hope he really doesn't feel like that. Because do I think the Miz is main event talent? Likewise, yes. I definitely think he's main event talent. Do I think he deserves a main event push? When he was kicking ass against Roman 
and a couple other guys, yeah, he deserved that main event push. They didn't push him. But the difference between him and Kofi is like, Kofi is actually, he was a polarizing figure for like that six, seven month stretch to WrestleMania. Comparable to, not the same, comparable to Daniel Bryan when he was trying to get the championship. It's comparable. But the problem is, is like with Kofi who can do it in and out all night long, same thing with The Miz, Big E will probably have to wait years before they actually give him a main event push. Years. No, I don't, I don't think so. You think they're going to give him a main event push soon? Like, next couple of months? Not this year. He may sniff the uh, IC belt. Yeah, bro, no. Or if they, if he by chance happens to land on Raw, maybe the uh, U.S. title. I don't think he'll sniff. I think he'll have a good showing in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he won't win the Rumble, but I think he'll have a good show in the showing. So we actually have a Rumble. I mean, we'll have one. We'll have one. They'll, they'll, they'll yeah. figure that shit out. Mm. I mean, they, they, I mean, at AEW they have fans in the crowd today. Uh, so I mean, no, no, I'm talking about like, are they gonna be? Because you know that ring gets bunched up. I think. Now, gonna, see, that's the thing. They, they, yeah. Go ahead, Joe. My bad. I think because because AEW's gonna do a battle royal, and I think they're gonna just segment segment uh, mm-hmm. segment it where they're just like four or five. I think it's four or five. We'll eliminate three. Yeah. Two more come out. Four or five. Yeah, that's type of thing. Yeah, they'll have to they'll have to change it. It'll have to be a lot more strategic than normal. Oh, you know what? It could be like how they did it this year. You can't necessarily copy a uh, sequence to sequence, but the, what they did with Brock, that was honestly one of the best rumbles I've seen in the last like maybe since Shinsuke won. So out of those mm-hmm. two, those are probably like, my two favorite rumbles in the last like five to ten years. Yeah, that's just mm-hmm. was really good. That just was really good. Why do you know what? Yeah, there's not. Too many Rumble matches where you go back to, okay, that was like a four-star match. Because it's hard to get a four-star match in a Rumble match because it's so much going on in the Rumble match. It is. You got um, to turn. You said if there is one, yeah, Big E'll, he'll probably be like, he'll, he's like my dark horse to be like in the final four. If I was to pick a winner going into like today, uh, Go out on a limb and no, I go out on a limb. I say KO. Because if I was to pick today from five months from now, yeah, I, I, I really would rather. Um, I want, I want them to use him more, but they're not going to use him. And I want, I want Cesaro to win the world. To be honest with you, I just want him just to win it. That way, they have no reason to deny him a championship. At the WWE title anymore. I want him just to get over with and stuff. Just going and do his thing. Cesaro needs to end up in. This is a perfect segue. AEW. <laughs> and that's why, and that was my retort to what Joe said. I'm like, if WWE doesn't push Big E, guess what? He has a place right down the road he can go to. Easy peasy. I'm not saying he's going to just go and, and get the AEW title night one, but. Big E has one of those personalities. I actually like that he's, uh, you know, trying to buck the system in the sense that he's like, no, I don't want to go and turn and be this big, strong, menacing guy again. Like, right. I, you know, he said that. I did that already. It didn't really, you know, it did. It was underwhelming results. You know, yeah. we like to see Big E with his personality. 
maybe if he changes anything, maybe kind of get like, you know, in that rock space, in that realm where it's not as comic-y, you know, right. not, not saying take the rock, you know, gimmick and just run with it, but do it in your own manner. But yeah, I, I, I don't think, I don't think we're, we're living in a day and time where, you know, Vince isn't gonna push Big E. Like, same way with Keith Lee. Like, he'd be a fool to put, you know, bring this guy up and then you don't build him immediately. You know, I'm not saying put the title on him right now, but this is, this is, you know, people that, yeah, they deserve pushes and they'll get them. If, if you want them to continue to be in WWE, because if not, they have options out here now. That's my thing. Like Vince be pushing. Vince be a day late, a dollar, dollar short, often. Like it's like it's not even close anymore. Like he he's doing it often now. Like it's it's not even it's not even close at this point. Like it's like some things he's doing. It's like wow, that's trash, Vince. That was just we wanted that last year, you ass. So, <laughs> but you're mad about it. Yeah, speaking of that, though, to close out this FKG, let's go ahead and do some predictions for Sunday's payback. Yet again, I'm sure you know no love. No, nah, I came on well, tonight. Yeah, it came on tonight. Well, I was going well, because we didn't talk about them last week, I was going to say, but well, I'll just say one thing that was hilarious to me tonight. Brody Lee and his Vince McMahon payback. <laughs> <laughs> He, is. <laughs> he said, "He said, he said, no more open challenges. He said, no more TV time for you, indie wrestlers." <laughs> Yo, <laughs> they Brody, to do a you deserve, the Dark Order tried to give him a you deserve it, Chan. He told him to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> why does he? Why does he push around Evil Uno like that, though, man? That's oh, no, I think they evil. said this is because like, that's like shame. Yeah, basically, they said like he's openly mocking Vince the entire gimmick. Okay. So, I'll be, I'm just looking, and he'll be like grabbing his face and like shaking him and pushing him and stuff. And I just, it just has me uh, so amused when it happened. Yeah, because he was basically saying like he wasn't getting tired opportunities because of the executive. Like his whole promo tonight was like a shot at Vince. <laughs> he's like executives yeah. like you. <laughs> it's funny how they acknowledge WWE too, because last week Jericho was like, when he challenged Orange Cassidy to Orange the Mimosa Mayhem match, and he was like, "I'm a genius." He's like, "I also created a match with a ladder and a briefcase." And he's saying it so slick. Ah oh, man, Jericho appreciation night. We got to do it one night. Oh man, but um, payback. Um, well, they only got four matches. Uh, we were just talking about we don't want to see Shayna, and I don't want to see Shayna Nye in any sense. Not nothing against Shayna. It's mostly mm-hmm. in the night. Um, anyway, that challenge for the tag titles against Sasha and Bailey. Uh, I really want to see Sasha and Bailey drop the straps to Dakota and Raquel Gonzalez. So I'm, I'm hoping they retain. Mm-hmm. It seems like they just can't accept the fact that like Nia should not be getting a push. But my gut tells me they're going to take the straps off Sasha and Bailey and put them on Nia and Shayna because they're definitely leading to Sasha and Bailey feuding. They are. Uh, I'm with you though. I I hate these made-up teams. Like, even though Sasha and Bailey are singles competitors at the end of it all, 
they're still a solid team. We know they're real life friends. You know, we know they got in-ring chemistry, both as opponents and as a tag team. So it works. And you need to utilize their, you know, notoriety, their celebrity to appear on these other shows because you don't have uh, a Rhonda, you don't have a Becky, you don't have a Charlotte right now. So that being said, while I do kind of feel like uh, uh, Shayna and Nia may get these women tag team championships, I do think uh, Becky and Sasha will hold on to them for just a little bit longer, maybe until Charlotte does return. And that's when we'll maybe see it drop to a Dakota and Raquel, like you said. I do like that pick. Uh, if Rhea doesn't find someone she starts to tag with and kind of becomes a tag team with somebody, maybe Mia, I would really like to see that. I, I could see them being maybe tag team uh, women champions appearing on everybody's show. Um, yeah, so, but to pick, I'm, I'm gonna just say Sasha and Bailey retain, despite how it looks. I'm gonna go the same thing. Um, I have no words for that. I think that uh, Sasha and Bailey are the MVP of SmackDown and Raw. They're carrying it. They're the most entertaining thing there for the most part. So um, they're probably gonna retain. I would like to see them drop it to Raquel and um, Dakota Kai. I think they're due one, and I just think it would just be a good match overall to see them have that match as well. Yeah. Yeah, because if they're going to put Rhea in the tag team, they dropped the ball by moving Bianca to Raw. I would have loved to see those two in the tag That would have been great. Oh, man. Man, that's how they should have did that, truthfully. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's only like 34 announced matches. They'll probably have more. Uh, I think Bobby Lashley's challenging for the U.S. strap. Joe, who you got? Against Apollo, sorry. Uh, Bobby Lashley's going to win that. They're going to drop it. All the time, going to be said and done. So for Apollo. Apollo will be mid-card again and shoved back somewhere all the way to the back. And they're going to be like, oh, we gave you an opportunity, so there was your opportunity. Blah, 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 yeah, Greek factory. So, sad to say. Yeah, Bobby Lashley. Uh, well, for me, her business is actually one of the more entertaining things on Raw. Uh, right up there with Sasha and Bailey. But I said, there's not too much I don't want to miss on Raw type thing where I can't, it's like a can't miss thing for me. The Herb Business is one of them. Uh, so you, you kind of gotta, you can't just keep having all the 24 seven championship, like it means nothing. That's literally the only title they've had in that brand or that stable. And I couldn't care less about that championship. Uh, it's, it's at this point, it's like they got too many titles to begin with. Uh, I'm fine with two mid card straps. So make the U.S. title mean something. Um, I think it's a little too soon to take it off Apollo, just from a standpoint that, with all that being said, it's like this is Vince at the end of the day. Uh, this could be – they could keep it on him, and this could be the way you get Aleister Black a championship because he's been on the main roster for almost a couple of years now. Well, not a couple of years, like a year and a half probably. Uh, Tim, who you got? Hey, I just changed the background, man, so you can see, you know. Oh, goodness. I, I see. <laughs> the almighty Bobby Lashley. Was this like your Brock Lesnar? Is your Paul Haynes Brock Lesnar? 
I'm telling you, man. The reigning. Keep Leo. So they need to let me be Bobby's mouthpiece. And I can get my, you know what I'm saying? Paul Heyman on for me. They were smart. Instead of giving Keith Lee that trash thing, they would put him with her business. Legitimize them. I'm calling it now. Bobby versus Keith is coming. Ooh, that'd be nice. You know what? They could go that route, though. Right? But I don't know if they're going to put a title on Keith Lee that soon. We'll see. Down the road. Down the road. I don't think there's nothing that's going to happen right now. But, uh, yeah, let me one more chance for you guys to see that guy. Yeah, we, that we, guy. we get it. 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 Look at those biceps, brother. Wow. That's why I love a lot of beef in this ring. It's really? a lot of beef. <laughs> Just, he said it twice to like make sure Finn heard him the first time. It was like, Vince, I think Finn understands that like he's the shortest guy height wise in the ring. Like, he gets it. He gets it. Vince. It's like, <laughs> like, Vince, we get you. You're still obsessed with pushing muscular guys. Like, right. <laughs> Moving on. It's difficult to segue to something else. Oh, man. We have Keith Lee looking for revenge against Mr. Randall Keith Orton for those vicious three punt kicks. Orton's been beefing a lot of people. We can get back to that in another episode because he's been <laughs> trolling Matt Jackson. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been trolling everyone he possibly can, bro. Roman, like, oh, Matt Jackson. He did a flip against the Dark Order off the stage. And he was like, yeah, nice landing, but you like completely overdove the opponents. <laughs> he said, he said, tell, he said, tell Matt Swags, Harper, Cody, Chris, <laughs> Moxley. He just like nicknamed all the WWE guys in there. He's like, tell him I said to teach you how to how to die. He's like, oh, wow. he was like, he was like, he was like, I know those guys. Tell him, not, tell him I said what's up, and I'll teach you how to die. And I was like, hey, and that's what people gotta realize, man. Like, I don't know if Orton will ever go anywhere, but it's not like it's out of the realm of reality that one. No, he just resigned for like not ten years, but he signed a big deal recently. That's what I'm saying. Five. Even if it's five, five if AEW is able to sustain and, and, and continue to be a thing, yeah. By that time, you know, Orton's done it all in WWE. Yeah. Even if yeah, he just popped up just as somebody in the in the crowd in AEW, you know, it's, it's something that could possibly happen. Him and Kofi are, are, are good friends. Yeah, they. Uh... I think Jackson, he shot back at him. We'll get back to the predictions real quick. He was saying that, like, something about his matches being, like, boring or something. I don't know. That's just the easy out for everybody that Orton. Like, we get it. The dude goes through the motions at times, but yeah. I'm, it's like this dude, when he's on, like, right now, he's clearly the best heel in wrestling. Yeah. I would say. Well, at least out of the major promotion. I can't say, speak to NJPW. But like out of the like American promotions, I would say a lot of people, at least between the top two. But um, we'll see if there's a decisive finish. It could be a way to set up Keith Lee's next feud. I don't actually see Keith Lee winning this match. They won't bury him, though. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Attack him. No. 
Retribution is like a pimp on professional wrestling ass at this point. Hurricane's gonna come out. <laughs> God, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even gonna discuss this at all. Retribution. I'm not, I don't want. I'm done. Next match, KG. So we can wrap up. <laughs> no, but who you guys get though? Who's Orton and, and oh, Lee? I said, oh, uh, I said I get Orton. I said somebody will probably. I don't think it'll be retribution. I hope it's not retribution. Because first I of all, have, Keith Lee's left leg looks bigger than like half the people on the in that stable. Right. Like no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Orton for the W. Orton. It'll be a good showing for uh, Keith, but like you said, it'd be some type of shenanigans, something that happens, and uh, that'll set up the actual feud that'll be taking place for uh, Keith Lee and uh, Orton to walk away strong because his feud with uh, Drew McIntyre looks like it's going to continue. So Yeah. Orton, I wouldn't be mad if it was Seth. Yeah. I'd like to see Seth and Keith Lee. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Seth trying to bring him over. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now that's how you, that's how enter Dijak. Ah, ah, ah. Dijakovic. Like that, that would have been the perfect feud for Seth after the whole Ray Mysterio thing, you know, feast your eyes. <laughs> oh man, if he really lost an eye, I feel bad, but you know, anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Universal Championship match, Noel's barred, triple threat, Roman versus The Fiend versus Braun Strowman. Tim, well, we, I think we know what we got, but go ahead. No, no, no. Actually, I'm not going to pick Roman. Uh, oh. Oh. No. He just came back. He, no. Can't do he came that. came back to Rex Shop. He told, he told the Fiend he's just a freak in the mask. I would have <laughs> I would have posted the, the Roman picture in, in, you know, in the background if I thought he was going to Yeah, no. No, I don't think Roman's going to win. I do want to say we're going to see the cementing of him actually turning. Uh... I can't believe I'm saying this, but I guess they are about to try to see if the fiend works as a face. Because you gotta, if you're gonna turn Roman, you gotta have a strong face, I guess. Uh, you can't have a heel going after the heel. I mean, you could, but how often does that happen in WWE? Mm. But um, I think the fiend is retaining. The fiend, the fiend will retain. My thinking is, is that you're going to see either how good of a face the Fiend can be or how good of a heel Roman can be. And if it's as good as I think it's going to be for both of them. Right. I just... I just thoroughly enjoyed Roman, you know, talking to this. He told Braun, he's like, you weren't no mustard before you came cross paths with me. He said, y'all don't know the responsibility is. Y'all don't know what y'all doing right now. Yellow little boys out here. Put them in their place. Basically told them they was just mice playing when the cat was away. <laughs> and, and I think we hear the unveiling of a of a new theme as well, too. It better be a new theme. We better hear it, it this should. Friday. It should it, be, yeah. It better not be like, dude, dude. It better be something good. And he was upset, too. That's that's why he got jacked. He, he remember when Big E was taking this talk, talking that stuff two, two three years ago. <laughs> he told me oh, so, about the big dog. Survivor Series? Yeah, he told me he was medium-sized dog. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. I'm a medium dog. Medium dog. He said, I got you. Exactly. It's about that, bro. It's about that yeah. time. All right. That hard work in. Bloodline. Clanging Bloodline. and banging. Clanging. <laughs> Is Otis going to cash it in ever or no? Oh, Is he you just... forgot about that. This could be the Sunday. I'm telling you, man. That's, not, that's, that's what happens. I'm that's what happens. Was... Roman Go wins ahead, the title. Sorry. Roman wins the title and then Otis cashes in. No, Fiend retains. Roman beats up the Fiend and Braun again, and then you see Tubby Boy coming down the street. Take Take That's how you gonna be looking when he lose that briefcase. He's gonna definitely lose it though. Like he's gonna do you. that. It's gonna happen that way, right? He's gonna he's gonna hand the ref the uh, ref uh, the briefcase. They're gonna hit the bell and then mandible claw. Now I'm telling you. What's gonna happen? Mandy gonna reveal who her real boyfriend is, Tuck, and then Otis gonna be heartbroken. He gonna come back. He gonna come back ripped like Brock Lesnar in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> Otis is gonna be tossing people everywhere. The game. Anybody, nobody's, nobody's gonna be safe. No, it's all jokes aside, yeah, Joe was right, but that this is still like the worst money in the bank winner ever. Mm, it might worth. be. It might make I, the least amount of sense ever, at least. I think Baron Corbin and uh, what's his name was? The guy that like made the leather briefcase and like to a leather, that's not the point. Oh, Damien Sandow? Yeah. Just because they dropped the ball at Sandow. Sandow had a lot of potential. Heel and face. Why he just shouldn't have got it. Uh, he should shouldn't have got it that year. Yeah. That should have been Cody's year. Yeah. Cody was there. I did think they were going to do a briefcase match. Uh, they should have, but they never did. But, yeah. I don't think we got anything else. Uh, except for, like, maybe... Has they announced anything for SmackDown? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. So, and they'll, they'll probably, yeah, they'll probably announce those matches tomorrow night if they happen. So yeah. I thought Vince was gonna catch the man on a car last week. I said, uh oh. You should uh but he's seventy five now, so I guess, you know. Side of the picture. No more no more uh bumps. Unless it's Stone Cold. <laughs> I'm done. All right. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> that was my cue. Good night, Shout gentlemen. Out. Out. Good night, gentlemen. That Thank will be the <laughs> Joe just wanna leave at this point. Thank y'all for listening, man. Make sure you follow on the page at Hot Take Wrestling. Make sure you follow it on Twitter at Wrestling Take. This is episode number two of season two of the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. We will catch y'all down the road, baby. Cameron Brown. <laughs> <laughs>